This is a conversation with Chava Man as part of CODA, the KY Chess 2021 Coronavirus Oral History Digital Archive Project. The interviewer is Denise Mann and the date is May 11th, 2021. Chava, may we please have your permission to share and include your remarks as part of the CODA project? Yes. Thank you. What is something that we did before Corona that is now looked upon as crazy? Um, I would say the gathering of a lot of people, we were not really mindful of uh, viral transmissions that could happen when a lot of people are together. We used to be very casual with greeting people and giving hugs or kissing in the cheek, especially us Latin people who tend to say hello to just anybody with a kiss and drinking from water fountains and all those things may be looked upon today as something that we would be a little bit more careful knowing that something like Corona can happen from time to time. How did the virus impact your time with people? Well, uh, personally, I, I thought that many of the social things we have to go to or we have to attend or we have to just be present were very uh, not necessary. And uh, on that sense, I think we came to a reality where we really where we really look for what's essential and for what's important. And we are able to focus our energies in those social gathering. On the other hand, of course, I was affected because we are social people and we like to be social and we like to hang out with friends and family. And of course, I missed those relaxed times as well. What do you think about masks? Well, about masks, I think it gives us a sense of security that we are doing the most to take care of ourselves and protect us as well as to protect the people around us. Um, I think they should be used with common sense and what's common sense can be very particular or diverse to the people we are talking to. I think that still in large gatherings where especially if you don't know the people you're, you're close, you, you are, you're dealing or you're, you're interacting with, and uh, we are still in, the, in, in, in a time where Corona has not disappeared, I, th- I still think we, we need to use them in large gathering or just avoid those large gatherings uh, at all. I think in a setting where there's few people and there is considerable distance that can be kept and we know each other, I think we can, we, we can relax a little bit and uh, not use them. Um, what do you think about how the news goes about the whole coronavirus from before, from when it started and now? Well, it's, it's a clearly... It has clearly impacted in a negative way, in my opinion, because we unfortunately had Corona in a very sensitive year with elections and with uh, social things happening, especially in the United States. So we had Corona in a very polarized society 
and I think the news did not do a good job managing the information. I think um, they misled people a lot, and um, I don't think a news uh, a newsroom or a news reporter should be saying their opinion. They should just be reporting on facts, and what are facts in a polarized society is very hard to discern. So I I am a little bit disappointed about the way the news went with what was happening. How do you feel that the medical leadership and management of the pandemic, how do you feel that, like, did it, was it um, effective? Um, how do you feel about it? Well, I think in the beginning we were all in the same, let's say, darkness and because of lack of information and lack of uh, certainty of what was this virus really doing. And I think that the medical professionals that tended to the people who were in a very bad situation did the best they could with the with the little information they had. Um, I believe that as soon as scientists started releasing um, data in terms of the care of uh, critical patients, I, I think doctors, um, you know, rethought the way they were treating these critical patients and um and uh, so i think in the beginning i might say that there was a lot of m- mispractice or malpractice but unfortunately we were dealing with something that we didn't ro- didn't know what it was as the weeks passed i feel that the medical leadership should have been a little bit stronger and work together with the scientists and and come up with 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 gen- genuine good healthy treatments and uh, and 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 not be biased by news reporters and and regulators and governors and stuff like that so i think there was a little bit of lack of clarity in the beginning of the way how are you feeling about this whole pandemic now in may a year after it all started and did living in florida affect like any way of like a change like besides like from like the other parts of the world well certainly it did i mean we are a year and and three months into this pandemic um another thing that i i I kind of i want to point out is that unfortunately the biggest uh, crisis in terms of health management were presented in countries that clearly had social medicine in a very bad state so based on their results, we were also affected by the way we treated our patients. So uh, being in Florida, of course, I think was a blessing because we, we thank God, live in comfortable spaces. Most of us have a little garden or a little backyard where we can decompress and where we can breathe natural air as opposed to living in New York or living in a place where, where the apartments are small and, you know, getting into the whole uh, elevator, etc., was a, was a little bit uh, not appropriate at that time. So I think living in Florida and the fact that the regulations in Florida were eased by mid-June in a relative, uh, um, you know, appropriate way gave us gave us a lot of room to breathe and a lot of room to to exercise our own caution as we saw fit. And um, I think May, 15 months into this, now that we have 
more clarity in how the virus is working and how how the treatments are becoming more and more available, I I I totally feel different about it. I think it's a miracle. It's a it's a it's it's a miracle that Hashem allowed us to have these treatments available in such short time, and uh, and I think it has been a in a very you know a emotional year for all. So this is how I feel after fifteen months. What is your take on the vaccine of how it came in a year and like should everyone get vaccinated? Well, I this is something you may not know, but I I had worked with mRNA back in my in my grad school work that was twenty five years ago, and um, I am a I am a chemical engineer and I have a master's degree in biomolecular chemistry and I actually I did work at Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, the people who are doing the antibody cocktail. And we did a lot of mRNA research 25 years ago, and, and I think it's a very safe technology. I, I actually, I love the science behind it, and I'm very excited that the vaccine came through this science that I particularly know. It's very safe. It's, um, it's, 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 just, it's just amazing to me as, as a person that I consider myself formed in the field to see something happen like this in my lifetime. I think the fact that the vaccine came so fast, maybe a lot of people don't know, but for the FDA to do clinical trials in the different phases, they need a bunch of patients. And sometimes when the clinical trials are very focused on one type of cancer or on one type of, uh, of sickness, then you don't have so many patients that can be part of your clinical trial. The fact that Corona was a pandemic and unfortunately so many people got sick allowed the vaccine developers to work with a very big base of people who were volunteers. And this is also something that made the vaccine happen so fast. So I, I, I think I witnessed something that any person in my field, you know, many years ago would have considered a, a very, a very big privilege. I do trust the vaccine and I recommend everybody to get the vaccine as soon as possible under the FDA regulations and, and, and in a safe uh, place to get it. How did you feel when your son tested positive um, but you're vaccinated? Do you feel safe? Um, were you scared? Ah, my son now? <laughs> oh no, I feel totally safe. Even if I wasn't vaccinated, at this point in May, I feel that there are many options. If this had happened May last year, I would have been a little bit scared, of course, especially because we never know how our bodies are going to react to a virus like this. I don't know of any pre-existing uh, conditions, none in my family, none in my husband, none in me, but you don't want to get sick. I don't want to get sick. I'd rather have a vaccine and, and, and have antibodies uh, through vaccine and not through being sick and seeing how my body react or don't don't do not react, and of course I feel bad for my son who is not feeling a hundred percent. But you know, uh, this virus has shown that young people, especially kids, have very good outcomes, and I pray that that's the case with us. What are your thoughts um, on previous outbreaks like um, SARS, Zika compared to COVID-19? Well, actually Ebola and Zika, I, I, I think I was pregnant with one of my kids, maybe with you. But um, 
yeah, it's scary. I mean, you try to grab the news, you try to understand what's going on and to take your own measures and without interrupting your life. I remember with Zika, we used to wear boots and we used to spray ourselves and we used to just be careful of just where where we are, not be so much in the outside. You know, rely on 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 good good research and common sense to continue living your life. If you had to give your March 2020 self advice, what would you say? March 2020. Last year. Like right when it started. Okay. You know what? In March 2020, I would have, and it happened to me, you know what? Let's stay as safe as we can inside our bubble. Let's understand who is surrounding us and what are the risks and uh, where can this COVID reach us or not reach us. And, And yes, I would, like we did, we stayed put, we stayed in the house for almost three weeks without doing anything and without being exposed or exposing somebody else. So yeah, I would say just keep safe and and stay home. How do you was there any particular moment that you knew this was going to be bad? I think when they first um the results for for Italy started to come in and the numbers and the first uh, you know outbreak in New York started to 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 come out to to the news I was I was scared especially because as a mom you know you have a responsibility to keep your family safe um I really in the first few days or so I I understood that this is something that's you know it's not just it doesn't stick to the packages or doesn't stick to your shoes or to your clothes and uh, it's it's a it's a virus that's transmitted via you know breathing and all that so at that point, I understood that there, there is a management to the situation. And, and I think the f- last few weeks of March and the first weeks of April last year were a little bit scary. So. Yeah. How were your children's education and social skills affected? Well, I, of course, I feel that the most vulnerable part of this uh, pandemic or the people who were most affected by the pandemic, of course, excluding those who got sick or, you know, has were in a very bad position, are the people who, who really rely on social networks to, to exist, like the old people, old people who, who are lonely and young kids. I, my thoughts always were about the kids who live in homes that are not healthy homes where there is not a, a good relationship with them, between parents or no parents available, etc. I think as humans, we are very social. And by making us refrain from this social uh, feedback and input and, 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 and uh, so- socialization in general, I think, I think those, those areas of the population were very affected. I think in terms of education, we are going to see the effects of this uh, corona generation in the years to come. Um, particularly, I mean, I know my, my little kids were not happy doing Zoom and, um, and they, they did not learn too much. I also, I did not push them because I felt that it was not going to produce anything positive. 
And I also feel that that old people, after spending so much time alone, they are a little bit scared of being social again. And and that that really that really hurts me because this is something that it's hard to overcome. So both those areas I I think were affected. Okay, great. Thank you so much. <laughs>